0: chalashing for chalas? Want to bright or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9, Tuesday mornings from 11am for S.N. Fressen, where it's all about the food.
1: Hello and good morning everyone. You're with Dolores Fashe of Food by Flavors. I haven't been in this chair for a while and it's good to be back. We have been busy, busy doing many events and functions. It has been a harsh time and I feel that When it's harsh and when it's difficult, one of the things that I turn to, and I'm sure many people turn to, is cooking. It just gives a comfort to the home. It brings a beautiful fragrance to your kitchen. It makes everyone feel better and feel warm. Nothing like home-cooked food. So we're going to be talking later to two Johannesburg foodies about their favorite dishes for summer. Today feels a. But chillier than what it's been it's been so hot and we've been doing lots of summery salads and gazpacho and light chicken dishes etc at all our functions but one thing I see at everything I do is that give people good food give people something heartwarming something familiar a beautiful taste of home done in a sophisticated way with a bit of enhancement a bit of flavor a bit of garnish you can make the most beautiful roast chicken people will go for it people love food I find that wherever I go. I always see it functions, the skinny brigade, and they always say, I'm on diet, but you give them some hot chips with delicious sauce, and they will munch it away. But two of my favorite things during harsh times and hard times, and it's been, I think, a difficult month in many ways, and we have done some beautiful functions here, and each one, we've done weddings, we've done bar mitzvahs, we've done engagements, we've done so much over this last month since we've been exposed to... Unspeakable horrors of the massacre and just seeing the devastation across the Middle East and feeling for our brethren in Israel and innocent people all over. But one of the things that I see is that people will still do events and still do functions because that is what we do. We carry on. We celebrate through food. We put food on our table. We cook for Shabbos. We have people over. Connection. It's all about food as connection. So two of my favorite things to do is bake a delicious cheesecake during these kind of times. I love the scent of cheesecake baking in the oven and I love the just whole process of making this cheesecake. So I'm going to share with you my very basic cheesecake recipe which you can add to your own little touches but in very um, simple terms, what I always do is use six tubs of smooth cream cheese. And what I like to do is actually combine different cheeses. So I never buy the same brand and use all six of the same. I like to take um, four of one and two of another. And if budget permits and if it's something special, I love to add one tub of Philadelphia or one block of Philadelphia. It just adds that creamy luster to the cheesecake so my rule of thumb is that if I use six tubs I use seven eggs if the eggs are a bit smaller I use even eight eggs sometimes so let's go to the basics we've got six tubs of cream cheese seven eggs one and a half cups of sugar if you like it a bit sweeter you can add a bit more I don't love it too sweet so that one and a half cups just sets the tone for the for the right Uh, level of sweetness for me Um, beat it thoroughly together very old-fashioned that I am I love using a hand beater when I make a cheesecake so literally my tubs in with the sugar and I just um, let it go for well 20 minutes and while it's going 15 minutes I'm thinking and singing and listening to music or whatever but um, just until it's very smooth and the sugar has dissolved so there you've got your cream cheese your eggs and your sugar to that I add two thirds of, of fresh cream you can use a whipping cream or a pouring cream whatever suits you and um, sixty about sixty grams of flour I take a heaped tablespoon a very very heaped tablespoon and I kind of dash that in can be somewhere between forty and sixty grams um, and I love to add a touch of lime juice or lemon juice or orange juice or something like that and then blend it all together make sure that your mixtures um, have has no sugary granules left, and it's very smooth and quite thickish in a way, and um, you're ready to go. So in a springform tin, I take any biscuits or any crumb that I have on hand. I love mixing biscuits also. I prefer mixing it with butter, but you can do it with whatever you wish. I pat it out into the, a flat um, springform – I pat it flat into a springform tin, um, and put actually that I like to – refrigerate that. So once you've got your sugar and biscuit crumb, put it in, while you're mixing your cheesecake, let that get a bit hardened in the fridge. When you're ready, add your cheesecake mixture. I like to put it in the middle rack of the oven, cover it with foil with the shiny side up, and let it bake on a very low heat, somewhere between even 115 and 120. And I let it go for five to six hours. And for me, that's the beauty of a slow-baked, beautiful cheesecake. You can do it a bit faster. You can do it on a bit of a higher heat, and then it'll take less time. But I love to let it cook really slowly, bake away. I leave it in the oven with the oven door closed until the cheesecake is cooled. I then take it out the oven. When I'm ready, I release the spring form. Around And then I top it with whatever I feel Sometimes it's creme fresh and caster sugar Sometimes it's just delicious melted bar one chocolate Sometimes it's a raspberry glaze It can be whatever tickles your fancy And that is my cheesecake Which is for me a big comfort food during these times
0: Chalashing for khalas Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen fresen It's all about the food you're back with Dolores Fashe or
1: Food by Flavours. We're talking comfort food. We're talking summer tastes. We're talking fresh flavors. And I am happy to share some time with renowned Johannesburg chef and beautiful cookery school teacher who has taught millions of us across Johannesburg and beyond, Sharon Glass. Welcome to our show. i uh, Dolores. How are you? Fine, and you? Good, thank you. Thanks for sharing some of your favorite summer tastes with us. So we're talking just in general, summer, fresh, bursts of flavor. Tell us about your favorite recipes, your favorite takes on salads for summer. What can you share with
2: us today? I think the most important thing is to buy seasonal stuff. And for me, when I think of summer, I think of tomatoes, I think of like beautiful fresh lettuce leaves and anything fresh that I can do. So, for me, when you do a meal, you've got to balance it. So you either do a tomato, a layered tomato salad, and if you don't want to put cheese in it, you could just do it with onions and uh, layer different kinds of tomatoes or put them in sections and just make it look beautiful. But I love doing fresh herbs in my salads as well. Yes. So when I do a dressing, I don't like to buy bottle dressings just from an uh, factor that I like to take an olive oil, a white wine vinegar, Uh, some honey, a little bit of mustard, and fresh basil leaves. And just blend them. It lasts in the fridge. And you just pour that over the salad, and it's absolutely outstanding. Yes. So you must use color. I think it's all about color and about a look. For sure. Um, never overdress. That's one thing about a salad. Um, and the other thing that's quite interesting too, which I remember from a class I did in France, is to put the dressing under the salad and then pile the lettuce and stuff on top so that you just toss it just before oh, you serve it. And wow. it doesn't mean it it doesn't get soggy. And that's quite a nice way to do it. That's amazing. Um, that's green such a nice tip. Salad. Sa- uh, yeah, thank you. A green goddess salad, for example. Just greens, do just greens, do one tomato, one greens, and that you can do anything, so um, like a mayonnaise, I used to mix it with olive whip, but I don't even do that anymore, some spring onion, beautiful fresh herbs, dill, parsley, Anything you can find, a little bit of garlic, blend it. It actually lasts in the fridge for ages. And the most important thing when you're doing a mayonnaise dressing mm-hmm. is use water to dilute it. Okay. Because it doesn't change the flavor, but it thins it out. Yes, and some of the so, mayonnaise dressings sure. are
1: thick and chunky and too thick.
2: To, yes so you can't have too many creamy dressings when you're doing a, a, salad, a salad platter or salads on a table for summer mm-hmm. you need to balance the creamy with the, with the vinaigrettes and also that dressing lasts very well in the fridge and my children decided that that's excellent for putting on sandwiches as a matter of interest as a base oh, on wow. a beautiful sourdough bread or on a baguette or something and making your own just that's just an aside no, oh. no, I love that
1: in fact when I do um, toaster cheeses even and I do a lot of them at functions or even when I do Whoa. a toasted chicken or t- last night we did a, a function and we did like little mince luffers actually that we just put in the toaster and I just layered oh. a little bit of thinned mayo and it was delicious it just even mayo yes. mixed with mustard is delicious on bread
2: Exactly. So so use your mustards, use textures, use any of the herbs that are available, you know, lots of parsley and blend them so that you've got them like with a little bit of oil and you can keep them in the freezer so you don't waste them. Okay. Um my my go to shop is anywhere that I can buy ready shredded things, um mm-hmm. like coleslaws, beautiful fine coleslaws, fresh fillers being one of the examples, for, for example. Sure. Um and you can make a beautiful cabbage salad. It doesn't have to be creamy so you can put in spring onions you can put in celery um, I always uh, add a little bit of celery you could do anything that you want to add and make it either an Asian sauce or a very light lemon lemon and olive oil a little bit of white vinegar salt and pepper drop of garlic that's it and Amazing. you know what it actually makes it vibrant and quick and easy and you don't need to spend hours making and and wasting products. Oh, sure. So that's what I do. You know, I find that that kind of thing, like a summer chicken salad. You've got leftover chicken. Use the chicken, put it in the salad with maybe some nectarines, some pomegranate seeds. You can buy roasted flaked almonds ready love roasted. It. Yeah. I love fruity. I love because a fruity
1: touch. But some people it's like often I get a brief don't, and correct. say, "Don't put yes. fruit in my salad." I mean, I love it, and I, I think even of yes. that very old-fashioned strawberry spinach salad that everyone made for a hundred years. Isn't but that, but it's and delicious it actually. With the
2: poppy seed exactly, exactly. Yeah. But like that kind of a salad, you can do it in sections so people can actually pick it out. Yes. So don't always have to toss everything together. I think sectional salads also look nice. Amazing, yeah. Um, deconstructed in a way, and that one's quite nice, done with an olive oil white wine vinegar or red wine vinegar with a bit of brown sugar or honey and a drop of mayonnaise and mustard in that. Yeah. So you just blend them and keep them. And, you know, dressings keep very well. They do. They mm-hmm. do. One doesn't think that they do, but one, but they actually do. Yeah. And you know what? You just take it out and use it, even if it's been there for a week or two. I'd go, oh, gosh, I forgot I've got that in the fridge.
1: and for sure. I don't even have to make it. Even sometimes I take a dressing that's maybe thickened a little bit and... <coughs> pour it over some chicken or fish and just with a bit of olive oil exactly. in the oven on baking paper and you've got yes. something ready in half an hour kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yo, so.
2: Even in, in, in the air fryer works fantastically um, on those lanas with okay. that dressing and you literally, but just coat it because there's quite, you know, if it's too oily, it's going to splash a little bit. But in the air fryer, your highest temperature is too high, 200 and it'll do it in a flash. You know, you've got eight minutes of chicken breast is done, you for know. Sure. We just got to, we just got to think of, of saving because of, the ex- stuff sure. is very expensive. And out of interest, like sugar snap peas, mange too, they'll be difficult to find at the moment. Very, so very to I haven't been able that, to find. Yes. Yes. Well, um, our favourite shop had them. Just saying, okay? Yeah. Um, Fresh, fresh Alvino, my friend Alvino, for sure. There's watermelons in town, okay? For sure. They had watermelon and feta salad. Yes, I've been doing that, but I do that actually, and I do it whenever I do a fresh menu. I do mint,
1: and it's delicious, and people love it. It is. I think sometimes people look for. Uh, I have to impress, I have to do something complicated, but it actually is the opposite. Something simple and fresh
2: is so much yes. better on all levels. And it's about what you look at. You know, like I'm sure you with all your catering that you're doing these days, you look at something that's visual and the minute it looks appealing, people want to eat it. So if you mix the savory and one say sweet thing, women love the sweet thing. The men like my husband is not a fruit eater in a salad and neither are the rest of the family. And you know, you know, that's how you have to think. Will they eat it? Don't make too much of that because at the end of the day, people take a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and then you left with salad and it goes Waste. Always. You often can't keep it. I think I must but, be the only I mean, person in town who loves leftover
1: salad. It's just, I love it late
2: at night. I too. can pick at it. It's me my too. best.
1: I love it. I don't mind well, that I it's a little bit soggy, but I don't mind it.
2: Do you ever sit down? So the late at night is the only part of
1: the time that you get to eat. Is yeah. that correct? And sometimes I eat very badly. But, <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. But, um yeah. Anyway, thank you, Sharon, for sharing tomatoes, that. Beautiful sliced red
2: onion, and that's it. it's a simple salad yeah. like that. Even the wonderful. other day
1: I just did, um I'm thinking what we did, we did the fresh heirloom tomatoes. And then to that I added some sun-dried tomatoes. I didn't even need any dressing because oh, of the sun-dried yes. tomatoes. Yes. Some toasted pine nuts, a little bit of torn basil in a beautiful bowl and it looked amazing and tasted delicious. Doesn't
2: it look wonderful? You see, that's exactly the kind of thing I do. I just go by what I'm serving it with and base the salad on that. Yeah. Are there any Real rules with protein. that Sharon? Like would
1: you not serve well, certain I'm, things with certain things?
2: You know, I just think that if you're having a heavy... Look, we're we obviously doing quite a few bras and things like that at the moment because yes. it's very hot. But I think that if you're doing a, 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 like a, a meat where it's a, a big chicken dish or mm-hmm. whatever you're buying, chops and burables and steak or something, don't do two heavy salads. You literally need two salads. Don't go and make millions of things that you're just going to sit with because people at the end of the day, I don't know if you've realized, they don't eat as much as they used to. Yeah. You know, I think it depends
1: so make on the it, time and the functions and the events and where you are. But exactly, people do love exactly. a bit of variety, but not too much. That's what I'm saying. Quantity
2: is the is the central word in this whole scenario. We we tend to go overboard and make too much, and then we sit with with the luck. And let us say that it doesn't really last. Yeah. So. But by putting the dressing underneath, you can toss it. But again, don't. You can always add to a salad. For sure. That's what I always do. So I make one. Yeah. I say, oh my gosh, it's too much lettuce and everything. Take it out, and then I can always add more if I need to. Hundred percent. That's and you. I mean, what you doing in, in great volumes? I don't have to do in such great volumes. Mm-hmm. So it's actually. It's just nice for entertaining and, you know, to, and put it in beautiful dishes. And just that's another thing, the key to make it looking pretty, you know?
1: And there's so many beautiful bowls around that are not so expensive anymore. I mean, we really can't find. We've got beautiful home stores. Exactly. That we, I mean, from exactly. Pep to Jet. to. If someone gifted me the other day some beautiful exactly. bowls from Jet Home. It was insane, like beautiful.
2: And it just looks and great. And my daughter's a Pep Home daughter. By me too. Well. She says, you can't believe what you can find. For sure. You really can't. And you know what? We just have to do that. I've got too many bowls, so I'm not buying anything. Of course. <laughs> we all do. I'm using. <laughs> we all do. But you know what? That's that's really the secret. It's about being clever and and time and timelessly, you know working with your time of course and being, you know? being well prepared exactly. exactly thank you do it in advance a pleasure thanks Sharon
1: thanks, thanks for always generous. sharing your time Lovely with cooking. us King. thank you you too cheers bye
0: Halashing for khalas want to braai or fine dine this is SN Fresen it's all about the food
1: You're back with us. You're with Dolores of Food by Flavours. Thank you to Sharon Glass for sharing some insights into her delicious salads that she has been making for many years and teaching us all how to make for many years. Uh, Just... When we were speaking, it triggered that strawberry salad with the spinach. I know it's old-fashioned and it seems like eons ago that we all used to make it, but I'm going to share it with you because it just is a delicious comfort salad and just brings back memories of times gone by. So for that, I like to actually combine spinach, baby spinach leaves, and some butter lettuce. You don't have to, but I like that combination. Wash your strawberries and quarter them. I love to add quartered boiled eggs to it some sliced avo, and some sugared almonds. Uh, if you don't want to make your own sugared almonds, they're readily available at places like Fresh Fellers, but it's so easy to do in a on a stovetop in a pan with brown sugar, but much easier to buy, of course. And layer that on a beautiful platter or in a bowl. I love a flat platter with a bit of a lip, but some salads obviously a quinoa, tabbouleh. Some certain salads do demand a bowl with a, a bit of depth, but I love a platter a flatter platter with a lip, and I love to mound it up. Very Ottolenghi style. I love doing that. Um, And for the dressing for that salad, if you didn't catch the one from Sharon, you can just use your stick blender with a half a cup sugar, a teaspoon of dry mustard powder. I even add in a little bit of um, grainy mustard to that. I love to add a little bit of grainy mustard, a teaspoon of paprika or cayenne pepper or something sharper, even some red chili flakes. A pinch of salt, like a quarter teaspoon of salt. I love to add a fresh grated onion. I prefer red onion in a salad dressing, but you can use any onion that you fancy. So about a half a grated onion. A third of a cup of honey. And for that, you can also use date honey, which would render your dressing vegan if you prefer. A third of a cup of vinegar. I love to use the white wine vinegar for this. A cup of oil a tablespoon of lemon juice and don't forget the most important, those two tablespoons of poppy seeds blended together. And there you have a delicious dressing over that old fashioned, but still current strawberry salad, which looks good, tastes delicious. And I love it with a fish meal, but you can do it with a meat meal. And I've even added, you can even add halloumi to it. I love sometimes frying some halloumi sticks and adding it to that salad. Um, While we're talking salads, let's talk about another easy dressing, which I'm going to just give you the breakdown. So it's a take on a Middle Eastern Israeli-style salad. Call it Greek, call it Lebanese, call it Israeli, but literally your cucumber, your tomato, you can add feta if you're doing the more Greek version, some chopped red onion, some kalamata olives. You can use croutons afterwards. And the easiest version of that salad dressing for me is a third of a cup of red wine vinegar, I love to squeeze the juice from one lemon, a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, two crushed garlic cloves, or you can buy the ready available crushed garlic, and then pinches of dried oregano, a little bit of salt, some cracked black pepper, and half a cup of olive oil. That's it. Combine it together. You can actually use a whisk for that dressing if you don't want to use your stick blender or you can use your blender, and I love that over an Israeli-style salad. We're now going to hook up to our next guest, but before we do that, we're going to have a quick ad break.
0: Chalashing for halas, Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fresen. It's all about the food.
1: Welcome back. We're talking summer flavors, summer tastes, beautiful salads, cheesecake. We're going to be talking chocolate cake. But before we talk about all those delicious things, we are going to talk to Dane Levenrad of Shook in Bluebird Shopping Center. Welcome Dane.
3: Hi Dolores. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. And you, are you crazy busy?
3: Crazy busy this time of year leading into the holidays when we become crazy quiet. For
1: sure. So, Dane, I know you have an unbelievably colorful history with coffee. Tell us about um, your journey with coffee, firstly, and tell us, are people still drinking coffee in summer? I mean, I know everyone's hooked on these freezers, but for me, there's nothing like a good cappuccino ever, so tell us.
3: So yeah, so I started uh, the grind coffee company in in Melrose Arch in 2015, and exited that, and then started Get Bird, which is a coffee caravan uh, in Birdhaven, which um, kind of expanded and grew into a bagel bar, and we do amazing Salvador bagels there, um, and smoothie Yum. bowls, and and everything, and then we opened um, Shook, sure. which is a play on Middle Eastern Mediterranean style breakfast lunch. In May, and yeah, we've seen a phenomenal uh, response to it. I think the community is really loving it.
1: So, uh, Um, tell us about. I just want to also know about the things people are ordering. Do you see consistency in what people are ordering, or is are there varied tastes?
3: I think there's varied tastes. I mean, it does depend on the weather. Uh, Depends if it's really hot or raining. We we see there's more comfort food when it's raining, so shakshukas and uh, with malawach and that kind of stuff. Uh, when it's obviously hot, uh, you were mentioning the coffee. So a lot of customers move to iced lattes and iced Americanos, which is more of a natural, you know, coffee drink. It's not a friso powder. So it's, yes. it's a little bit healthier. It's more healthier, no sugar.
1: That's great. Um, yeah. so we
3: see, we see a move to that. Um, and then you've got like the frozen iced matches and the turmeric lattes and the chai's and you know, um, so they're, they're not necessarily not drinking coffee. They're just drinking coffee in a different, in a different way. Um, so,
1: what's your go-to same. coffee?
3: So, I actually drink a cortado with oat milk, which is kind of the the norm, I think, in this uh, community. For sure. Um, and uh, yeah, which is a the cortado is a double ristretto, which means restricted shot. It's uh, Italian for restricted. So we cut the shot in half, essentially just putting in the the restricted. The, the they call it the black gold, which is the the ristretto. So it's a, it's a very smooth, uh, chocolatey mouthfeel, uh, when you're drinking the cortados from us.
1: Okay. Um, and you add a dash yeah, of oat milk to that?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's about 150 mils of oat milk. So it is a, it's a proper coffee. It's not as big as a, you know, it's not as big as a cappuccino, which is around 250 mils, but it's just a smaller, a smaller coffee. And I always say you can have, there's less calories. You can have more. You can have two coffees a day instead of instead of one. Okay. Um, if you're calorie counting, of course. Um, but yeah, we see. We definitely see like into summer. There's uh, people gravitate towards smoothie bowls. We have like side bowls and. Oat, uh, uh, oat bomb bowls, which is like uh, blended oats, uh, gluten-free oats, and we we freeze it and we blend it into a smoothie bowl.
1: Oh wow, that sounds um, delicious! And do you see? Do you feel? Um, do you see that people have that at all different times of the day? It's not necessarily yes, a breakfast time. Yeah, I, I also see that that yeah. people have kind of breakfast food throughout the day. Even shakshuka is, and um, people eat it all at any time.
3: Yeah. So funnily enough, we had to. Change our menu to all day breakfast because people were coming at 11 saying, I want to shakshuka to your point. And, uh, we then you know, made the decision to move the breakfast to all day. And we do see a lot of people coming at like two o'clock, three o'clock eating shakshuka. For well, sure. Eggs are the best. Once again, it depends, it depends on, it honestly depends on the day. Um, if it was like a miserable day and raining, we know that we're going to sell a certain amount of, of comfort food. If it's a really hot day, um, it's like more light meals. So, uh, you know, salmon, cream cheese bagels or uh, a caprese bagel or something like that. You okay. know? And people so, still
1: loving the bread and the sourdough. And I see it at Functions also. Absolutely. People still always love that. You give them some good bread and people go for it, no matter what the the diet requirements I think like of, we the, decided, of the day.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we decided to go. Um, with an element of health. So the bagels are sourdough bagels, which is not, uh, um, an ordinary bagel. We still boil it, but yes. it's not like your traditional. Yeah. I think it's, I think it like um, uh,
1: translates to like it's called medium GI as opposed to.
3: Yeah. So essentially it's just easier on the gut. Um, doesn't, if you, we found that people who are, have gluten intolerances can stomach the sourdough. Okay. Um, um, so which is quite interesting, but it is a, it is actually a brioche sourdough. So we're mixing some brioche into it. Just Delicious.
1: And the, you make fresh every day.
3: Salt. Yeah. Fresh every day. Do, uh, do these the bagels last
1: sugar. actually, do they last more than a day?
3: Um, yeah, they actually do. So if you freeze the bagels and then you put them in the toast or you just warm them up mm-hmm. and um, you let them, fall, they actually, they do hold really well. Um Obviously, you don't like not going to freeze it for too long. But if it's a week or two, and it's kept in the right bag, um, so you don't get any freezer burn. Yeah. Um, they do really, they defrost really well. I also Uh, find that the sooner
1: you freeze fresh bread, the better it is when you defrost it. Am I correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we we um we definitely um you know going into the quiet time now and everyone closes down. So we we do kind of. Oh, act quite creatively with that, um, making sure that we don't waste a- any stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk to yeah, me a bit like,
1: about salads, Dane. Like what are the what are your so most do, popular salads that are?
3: So yeah, so uh, salads. We we've got four different base salads. So we do a black rice salad, which is um, black rice, red cabbage, brindles, artichokes, sun Sounds dried tomatoes, young. feta, mint, and sesame seeds. And then we've got a quinoa base, which is. Um, rocket, um, roasted butternut cucumber, broccoli, um, roasted chickpeas and pine nuts, and then we've got a bulgur wheat base, and then just a normal lettuce base. Delicious. And so what we're seeing is a lot of people are coming with platters, so you know for um, for events and stuff, they'll bring their um, they'll just take like a whole um, five or six portions of the salad.
2: Okay. Um, wow.
3: We're seeing guys coming. Um we've got you know people come for lunchtime and we can you can add proteins to the salads um so you can add chicken skewers or you know beef skewers or anything like that and talk um, to me about dressings.
1: All. How do you dress the salads? Do you have your house dressing or do you do people have yeah, olive oil so and got, vinegar how do
3: we've got like a few, uh probably six or seven different dressings, so we've got a house, of garlic um basil mayo um a lemon yogurt dressing the pesto we obviously pair it with the rato. You know, the, the black rye salad goes with uh, the house, um, which is, um, uh, yeah, uh, what are the ingredients in the house salad? I'm trying to remember now. It's
1: okay.
3: Um, uh, I think it's olive oil, um, red wine vinegar, feta, basil, oregano, and uh sch- which is just yeah. like a... Um, yeah, so like we we try and I get the chef to try and pair it. Um, the best it goes obviously the best with the salads that we're pairing with, but of you can course. you can mix and match. If you like the, the healthier guys, will obviously just take olive oil. Olive and oil, or something.
1: Yeah. and tell me, are people still eating cake?
3: <laughs> we don't really do much cake, funnily enough. Um, yeah. yeah, we saw that you know we wanted to be um, less of a.
1: Confectionery, you know, patisserie,
3: vibe, yeah, yeah. I think there is quite a few of those. But of we do kind of bring in, um, we bring in challah from um, Kaylee Um So we bring in challahs fr- every Friday and and bulkers and stuff. So that's just kind of um, for for anyone that wants that. Yeah. Um, so that's as far as the uh, sweets as we go. Um, okay. We are going to bring in some gelato into Your mix. into shop. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to open a little gelato bar.
1: Lovely. Um, we
3: I won't, I won't say who we're using, but it's someone in the community that we are bringing on, you know, into the space. Great. So that's quite exciting and um, yeah, we're getting ready for a, a great uh, January season Amazing. when everyone's back yeah. in town. And um, good. You know, we're just loving all the support. It's really good. good.
1: It's so nice to chat to you, Dane, and so nice to listen to your delicious jokes you. on your salads and on what you're doing. And, you. and good luck for the next few weeks. Thanks, Dane.
3: Thank you. To, thank you, Dolores. Cheers. And have a, have a good
0: one. You too. Chalashing for khalas Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen and It's all about the food.
1: We're back talking food, talking summer tastes and flavors. We've spoken to two Johannesburg foodies. And I think the essence of everything is just to cook and eat what you love and what you enjoy. There will always be people to share it with around a table. And, yeah, so one of the things that is one of my go-to easy recipes is a one-pot chicken dish. Finally, that I cook all day in my shop kitchen, but when I'm on my own in my kitchen, I hate mess, actually, and I hate too many dishes and too many things. So I love a one-pot chicken dish. So I'm going to share with you my one um, recipe for it. It's with lemon and olives. You can even add a dash of wine, should you wish, but i leave that out. Um, so... Take twelve or twenty or thirty or however many portions of chicken you need. Um, if you love the thighs or the breasts, whatever, you can do it also with um, schnitzels, just the chicken breasts, or with deboned thighs. It is a completely different flavor, actually. And I love doing it with a bit of a mix of both. I find that the chicken on the bone just adds a bit of depth to the actual dish. So I take a big stainless steel um, container. I love putting in some baking paper. I always use baking paper. Um, put Place your chicken on. Take five or six large potatoes. And for ease, leave the skin right on. Don't even peel. Cut it into wedges or rounds, whichever you fancy. Four lemons, literally, cut them in half. 250 mils of some olive oil, which you're going to use um, to, I, I love to put it a bit on the bottom, on the actual baking paper also, besides rubbing it into the chicken. And when I do rub it into the chicken, I love using some thyme and some fresh garlic. Add also one red onion, which you can just do... In quarters, it's so easy to just quarter the red onion and place that around even under the chicken in the chicken. If you don't mind the sugar, you can add three heaped tablespoons of apricot jam or chutney, but you can actually leave that out if you prefer a less sweet chicken dish and a packet of green olives. Somehow it those flavors just all infuse and become a delicious chicken dish. I love to toss everything together, get your hands a bit dirty, rub everything. Even the potatoes, rub with the olive oil and the thyme and the garlic. Uh, place it into your roasting pan, as I said, and roast for one and a half hours. Um, you can do it on 180 or even 220, and you can uh, turn the chicken if you wish. Of course, I always add to that some cracked black pepper and some coarse salt. Um, you can add celery, you can add carrots, you can add whatever you wish, and it just makes for a delicious one-pot chicken dish. If you want a healthier option of chicken, and again, I love the smell of chicken roasting away in the oven. Um, I know we're brying a lot now. It's summer, everyone's outdoors. It's always easy to turn something on the bra. And a very easy uh, rub for chicken, which you can do, um, is some chili flakes, a dash of paprika. Of course, I always use some coarse salt and some black cracked pepper. Two tablespoons of Dijon mustard or grainy mustard or whatever you have in your pantry or fridge. Don't stress about that. Really, it all blends so perfectly together. Then uh, you can add some raw honey or maple syrup just for that sweetness. I love chicken with that just little bit touch of sweetness. Uh, to give it a bit of tartness, you can add some passata or puree tomatoes or fresh tomatoes chopped, but I prefer to use the puree tomatoes here. A dash of olive oil, fresh garlic, I'm not sure if I mentioned, and you can add a teaspoon of fresh grated ginger again you can buy that love blending that all together it makes a delicious marinade if you want the orange you can add some sliced orange which i even sometimes place under the chicken and it just infuses it with that citrusy uh, that citrusy scent and flavor you can use lemon you can use orange you can leave it off but that's really a very healthy uh, chicken rub and gently Again, poach it in the oven or on the stovetop or on your bra for, until the chicken's cooked right through, turning it all along the way. Again, this marinade lasts for long in the fridge, and you can even turn it into a bit of a salad dressing by using a dash more olive oil and adding some vinegar to that.
0: Chalashing for khalas Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fresen. It's all about the food.
1: Okay, we're nearly done talking food and tastes and summer flavors. Uh, it's been a good hour chatting to some Johannesburg foodies and sharing some easy recipes with you. While we talking, we were talking salads. I think my favourite salad of all time has to be a Caesar salad. I find myself ordering it wherever I can, possibly can. I love a Caesar salad, and essentially it is really some romaine lettuce, but you can use lettuce of your choice. I just prefer that croutons literally dressed with lemon juice, olive oil, a fresh egg. If you're making it at home, I never use fresh eggs in my, on my function side or in my business. I once had a terrible salmonella incident, but um, when I'm at home, I do add the fresh egg, a dash of Worcester sauce, anchovies to me is just the real deal, some garlic, Dijon mustard, and of course, some parmesan cheese. You can even take some grated parmesan and add it into your dressing which makes it a creamier dressing. This dressing doesn't last so long in the fridge but it will last a few days. I always add to say some cracked black pepper and a little b- coarse salt. I whisk it all together, literally whisk together your minced garlic, your mustard, your Worcester sauce, your lemon juice, some red wine vinegar and whisking while you're adding the oil will help emulsify the dressing for a very smooth and creamy consistency. Add salt and pepper to your taste and there you have a delicious Caesar dressing. If you don't like the anchovies, you can leave them out. I love to add avo. It's got to be my number one salad wherever I am. And to end off on a sweet note, I'm going to share with you a chocolate cake recipe. We started with cheesecake. We're going to end with chocolate cake just for something sweet to uh, start the summer season while we're talking food. So get your pens ready if you wish to write it down, or you can always message me, and I'll share recipes with you. Your ingredients for this easy chocolate cake, just have on hand butter and flour for coating and dusting your cake pan. Three cups of all-purpose flour, sifted. Keep your flour sifted; it's just easier to always have it on hand that way. Three cups of caster sugar, one and a half cups of unsweetened cocoa powder of your choice, brand of your choice, a tablespoon of bicarb baking soda, one and a half teaspoons, um, uh, one and a half teaspoons of salt, four large eggs. I like to use the jumbo here. One and a half cups of buttermilk one and a half cups of warm water, one and a, ho- a half a cup of oil. I like to use here the canola oil and two teaspoons of vanilla extract. If you find that too vanillary, you can uh, use a bit less. So the method for that is add your eggs, buttermilk, warm water, oil and vanilla and beat on a medium speed until smooth. This literally just takes a few minutes. It doesn't take too long. Um, you're going to... Add to that your flour and all your dry ingredients and blend it either in your uh, Mix or in your uh, Kenwood. Or if you're like me, you can use your hand blender and literally adding the two, the liquidy and the dry ingredients together will make for a delicious um, combination. It literally takes a few minutes. Divide your batter into three. I like to use three springform pans. I do line them with baking paper. And it takes about three cups of the batter to divide it evenly. Bake for 30 or 35 minutes until a toothpick or a knife or your cake pick comes out clean. I then cool it and turn it over and allow it to cool completely before I uh, ice it. And for this icing, we're going to use a chocolate cream buttercream frosting, which is one and a half cups of butter, and butter really does make the difference here. Yeah? A tub of smooth cream cheese, which you've softened by just whisking it slightly, or you can use the full cream, which is slightly easier in, in the recipe than the medium fat. The medium cream cheese, though, I love that it gives a deeper texture and depth. One and a half cups of sweetened cocoa powder, um, your quarter cup of milk, and a uh, on the stovetop, let that just um, become a thick, delicious frosting, and you need a lot of frosting. If you don't want the butter frosting, you can use a chocolate ganache with even quantities of cream and a dark chocolate or a milk chocolate. I use a lot of ganache for parav, where I mix a dark chocolate, and I use riches for that. But anything goes, and layer your chocolate cake in three layers, you can add mousse, you can add strawberries to the top you can make it a more summery dessert that way and there you have a delicious chocolate cake recipe so there we are, starting with cake, ending with cake and lots of healthy salads and chicken and recipes and inspiration in between as I always say, food is about connection, it's about sitting around a table I think in these days someone once said to me many years ago that families that eat together stick together and I think that as a community and uh As a country and as a nation, people who eat together stick together. So let's connect through food, through flavors, through love. Have a beautiful few weeks ahead.